is Michelle. This is Mia. And this is Cassie. And, and we know what you did on Fear Street. We're going to jump right into it because it's almost 9 o'clock and we might lose electricity. Summer O Saga. Mm, yeah. <laughs> do. What do we think of this? Do we like it? The cover? Yeah, no, the I, cover. I don't like you it. don't like the cover? No, I don't like it. I like the gravestones. Mm, yeah. Her eyebrows are so thin. Yeah, they are. They, they just can't. happen in that day. Yeah. It's very... Um, Did they even pluck eyebrows back then? Like, no. I doubt it. They didn't shake their legs. Like, they had baths like once a month. But they're not plucking eyebrows. <laughs> right. They're like bathing themselves in perfume. If they're lucky. Well, the fears are rich, so. That's true. And apparently the goods made pretty good money at some point, so. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. but the, the, you know what? These covers go in order from best to worst. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because the second one's like meh, and the third one's nah, I hate. It's a. Uh, and the first one's good. Who are the two? So who are the two people in the fire? Is that like it's, which couple? It's like the it, sis, one of the sisters. Do you think it's Frank with like yeah. Elizabeth? Yeah. Or or do you think it's Delilah and uh, Jonathan? Uh, yeah, it's Delilah. She wore a wedding dress. Okay. Is that what that is? Is that a wedding dress? Yeah. I thought it was a nightgown. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, who's the girl with the ribbon that when you take it off, her head falls off? Right. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's what's gonna happen, right? I mean, that is why she's wearing that choker, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nora. Uh, yeah. I'm just assuming the big faced girl on all of these is Nora. Because mm. it kind of looks like the same person, right? I don't know. Here's the other one. Where's the first one? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of the same. It does person. between two and three, but this girl's different. Oh yeah, she is different. Eh. I don't like her. You don't like her? No, I don't like her expression. I still think it's supposed to be Nora. Okay. I'm calling it. Alright. Also, there's blood. There's literally, there's fire, blood, gravestones, and a Where's blood? girl's face. Oh, I didn't know that was blood. What else would it be? Well, I mean, in the digital one, it can <laughs> I see it now on the paper. Yeah, there's blood. What, can you read it better digitally? No, I can't. I can't read anything. I see that one, one looks like a girl and one looks like a... But that's about it. Okay, so the one that sort of looks like a little boy says aged 9 years, 11 months, 15 days. I don't think the other one's in English. And the other one says aged 7, seven years, years, died March something something. Yeah. So... daughter at the top. Oh, yeah, it does say daughter. Yeah, I'm guessing that that one's what's her name. The, that's gonna the be girl Hester. Abigail. Yeah, that's Hester. That was my favorite. Oh, yeah, I think it's gotta be Hester, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Abigail. I was no, thinking Abigail was nine. Abigail, yeah. Oh, yeah. Abigail was nine. Okay, so Hester. So maybe the one next to her is where it's supposed to be Abigail's, even though it looks like oh. a little boy. Weird. All right. I don't know. All right. We have anything else to say about the 
cover. What is the flower? What are the flowers in? What is this thing? The fanciest, like, flower holder, holder ever. It's not even a base. It's like you could stand it up. Wow. I don't know. It's like a bouquet, I guess. It's like a bouquet holder. Yeah. But it's weird. It's very fancy. It's something that uh, rich people had back in the day, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cassie, do your thing. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you to Mia for sending me a picture of the back of the book because I read a Kindle version and Amazon and Goodreads, it gave away like the fucking epilogue. It was ridiculous. It basically so, was the third uh, book. Yeah. It was like, yeah. here's the summary for the third book when you're reading the second. Yeah. 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 It's it's ridiculous. I, I Oh, my God. It's absurd. But, yeah. So, thank you for sending me this. You're welcome. <laughs> Buried evil. What is the secret of Fear Street? Why has its horrors lasted for so long? Ezra Fear wants to find out. He searches for the answers among the rotted bones in the ghostly town of Wickham. But he finds only betrayal and death. Elizabeth and Kate are in love with the same boy. How can they know that they too are caught by the evil that will haunt the family forever? That last sentence is very weird. Moving on. Uh, can we start with the fear family tree? Yeah. Oh, did we say what we were reading? So we're we reading because it's summer of saga. We're reading the secret, the second of the saga trilogy. <clears throat> and now our family tree it's gotten longer it's growing when i first saw this i was really pissed that it said 100 year break i was like curses do not take 100 year breaks what is this bullshit i was so angry <laughs> about it i'm still a little bit angry about it 100 year break so it's gotten longer. We have Wait, did they, they count this the Lyle and Jonathan Union? I mean, it, technically they said I do. No, they said, does anybody like have any objections? Oh, that's true. I guess they were technically they married. They were not technically married. This is a lie. Delilah and Jonathan were not married. They do not deserve that equal sign. Plus, wouldn't it have broken the curse? No, she wasn't a good. Oh, right. Right. And even if she was a good, that whole thing was made up. So who I knows know. Who made that up? Like, like and the thing is, is I think a hundred years later, they're still, like, going by that as if it's the case. Yeah, and I don't think yeah. When it was a total lie. I think it's just, like, <laughs> I think they just thought, like, if they get married, their families have to just get over it and start being nice to each other. <laughs> Which basically seems to do with the curses. Maybe. The curses, nobody can just let shit go. <laughs> Except for Jonathan. Jonathan, you were good people. Yeah, <laughs> And yeah. hundred year people, these people in between, like here and here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they didn't know any better. Yeah. Then Simon had to go all whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So in our tree, we have new peoples. Ezra got married. I'm not sure when he found time to do that, but he got married and he had three kids. 
And he's just like, yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and I think he's who we start with, right? Yeah. Yeah. Him and his psychoness. Yep. I, well, we start with Nora. Oh, yeah. But he's the first, uh, the first fear we talk to. And then we get Simon, Kate, and Elizabeth. All right. So it opens up with Nora, still, um... 1900. Right in the way. Scratching away. Mm-hmm. With one candle that's lasted the whole night, and so... And hands cramping. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's gonna take a break, but she can't. She has to get it down. She has to. And then she hears footsteps moving closer and closer. So she has to tell us this entire story in, like... 30 seconds. The time it takes someone to walk down the hall. Basically. Yeah. Um. <laughs> she writes fast, I guess. Very fast. She could, she should be like a typist if there were typewriters. <laughs> um, so part one starts with Wickham Village, Massachusetts Colony in 1737. Which is where we started long, about long ago. Right, like 100 years ago. Yeah. The back. first book. The yeah. First I thought it was like, we're back here again? Yep. I thought we were going to Shady Side. Now we're back here. Book yeah, when are we going to get to Shady Side? Book three. Because I mean, I um, it's Simon. Simon's on the. True. Um, my first thought was it does not take six months to get to Massachusetts from Pennsylvania. Like, what were they doing that whole time? On a cart? With three kids and a horse. I know, but still, like, that would not take six months. Maybe a week. No, wait, more than a week. They would have had to hunt for their own food. Like, bad weather, they would have had to stop. It's not like driving your car. But I don't think it takes six months. How long does it take to get from a... Where do you start in Oregon Trail, Chicago, or wherever? Over uh, Independence, Missouri. Oh, right. <laughs> Whatever. Duh. <laughs> Maybe Google knows how long. Where does it say it took six months? How long would it take to get to... How long would it take um, to get to Pennsylvania from... Here's a summary. Oh, for the love of God, I'm still talking. It's too long. She's talking a lot. Yeah, I can't even get her to stop talking. Dude, shut up. Is there a shut up, Google? Where does it say six months? It says it in the beginning. I know, but where? In chapter one. I swear it said that they were going other places. They had gone to other places too, looking for. Oh, here we go. Why did we leave the farm in Pennsylvania? We spent the last six months driving east in this cramp. Yeah, but I think that they were going like he was on a mission trying to find these people for the last six months. Maybe. Like they were stopping in different towns, asking questions, spending the night, like, you know, trying to figure out where the goods were. Yeah, I mean, I guess that may sense but that I I was just like yo you took for forever forever also uh well 
I just Googled it and it said it took four to six months to on the Oregon Trail. Okay. Zurian takes four to six months. All right. So I'd say it probably took, t- took like a month or two if they were going to go straight through. Yeah. Yeah. Saying the fears took their sweet time. Yeah. Because yeah. they were stopping at towns and trying to find out where these peeps are. But my first thought was, why does Massachusetts have so many letters in it? It's like the longest name. Don't like it. It's like so many S's, so many T's. It's always True. not that many letters. I know, but I don't ever see it spelled out. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I don't. I'm like, am I reading this right? Is this really where we are in Massachusetts? Is this really how you spell it? Yes. Okay, then. Yep. Obscene. <laughs> it, took, it took me forever to figure out how to spell it because there are so many s's and h's and t's and f yeah yeah uh my first thought reading this was well now i understand why ezra was such a difficult child because he's not all there yeah like he is wow all he thinks about all of the time is revenge, except apparently when he's courting a girl and getting her to marry him, and she said yes for some reason. Yeah, like why did she? Why did she say yes? Jane, why did you say yes? I really want to know. Money. Money. He didn't have money, though, when they started out. Like, they don't have money until the second part of this. Gas. Well, then there's no, no reason. Jane is weird. <laughs> she is, I kind of hated her. Um, so Ezra and his family show up back in Wickham where Susanna Good and her mother were burned at the stake. Okay, and my favorite scene is here. When they pull up and there's With like, the, the carriage. Yeah, and there's like horses that yeah. are and then they look inside and there's people in there dead. That was a good scene. This uh this actual like first chap first story. Because this book's broken up really into, like, three different stories. Yeah. And this this first one is by far my favorite. Yeah, same. Um, and, yeah, and it starts off so good with just this great visual. Mm-hmm. Like, broad yeah. horses and people in the carriage just, yeah. Yeah. Super. And I'm not sure they know how the plague works, but this isn't how it works. People just didn't I- <laughs> fall over, and there's seats and uh and just die like yeah oh. they didn't just like sit at their desk and die yeah they didn't just like okay let's leave town and then they and then them and the horse all decided to die at the same time i actually want to know what they did die of the curse i guess but the goods aren't cursed i don't understand this when did the goods get cursed he was like black magic he must have cursed he the whole cursed town. the fears then not he the must goods. Have, but he must have also before he left town like just said f all you guys because you all just watched my family burn but this whole book like all the stories are like about how the goods and the fears are cursed and the goods were never cursed yeah the goods were never cursed. i don't understand what happened <sighs> yeah like so angry like the good like so in the first book, the dude, the dad of Susanna yeah. or whatever, he cursed them, mm-hmm. right? Right. But then the fears never cursed them back. Exactly. They didn't. But maybe he did when he walled himself in. But he was you got little be... amulet and la la la. You have to show that. That's got to be on paper. Yeah. That makes me so angry. 
So, um, so they pass the rotting corpses in the carriage and continue into town because, you know, it's a good omen. Yeah. And when they get yeah. there, Jonathan, Ezra's oldest, um, and his only son, and Ezra go to the tavern to kind of find out what's going on. And when they get there, like, there's food rotting on the table, but nobody's there. Yeah. And then Ezra, who's apparently going for dad of the year here, sends his 12-year-old son to the magistrate to get someone to find out what the hell's going on. Yeah, but they've already seen, like, how many dead bodies at yeah. this point. How do they not really, and I not just, one living person? Yeah. He still thought he was going to find somebody alive. Right. Like, what are right. you, what? How dumb are you, kid? No, forget him. Or Ezra. Yeah. Well, I know Ezra. Jonathan's 12. What the hell yeah, is Ezra? I feel like a 12-year-old should know better. I feel like his father should know better. Well, yeah, but he was crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he really was. So, um. Well, I was really glad that everyone was dead. I was so here for that. Bob, he's so good. That's where he really shines, is uh, talking about dead bodies and rotting corpses and skeletons. And it was great. Eye holes. Very descriptive. This whole town is brilliant. I love it so much. We did skip one of my favorite parts. When um, Ezra explains to um, Jonathan his revisionist history of what happened to cause the curse um, where he tells them that uh that they burned them because they were evil they were witches yeah and that they're yeah so he says the goods were burned mm-hmm. because they were witches and that his ancestors were like stand-up men who like did yeah, their job like, oh the part where they left in the middle of the night and took all the food yeah in the town and money yeah and then yeah. It's like, and there, and Mr. Good, the good patriarch, was out for revenge because we killed his witch daughter and wife. Like, dude. All right. Yeah, like, are you <laughs> the part where you killed the daughter because you didn't want her to marry your son? Well, he doesn't. I mean, not right. son, but, like, you they killed the daughter just because they didn't want her to do get it think, on with the boy. Do you think, uh, what's his name? Didn't tell him that? Uh, his uncle? Yeah. Boring uncle? Yeah, I'm sure they didn't. You think? It, do you think Ezra twisted the story in his mind, or that his uncle told him a fake story? Oh, I'm sure that's what he was told. Yeah, fake story. Yeah. They're not going to be like, oh yeah, by the way, we like robbed this town and... Right. <laughs> we robbed this town and like left in the middle of the night and... Like, we're actually assholes. <laughs> we got this cool amulet, brah. He conveniently skips the part where his family also does black magic. Yeah, where he's wearing the amulet. Except nobody mm-hmm. does black magic anymore. Like, they don't, they have the amulet, but they don't know what it is. Right. Yeah. It's just there. I have a theory about that later. Good, I'm excited. Mm. All right, so they go to the magistrate, who's obviously not there. Well, he's dead. That's not true. Yeah, he is there. He's just dead in a skeleton. And the spider keeps crawling out of him. Yeah. And Jonathan screams because he's traumatized because his dad sent a 12-year-old to find more dead bodies, which is brilliant. Um, and then Ezra comes, and he's like, the whole town 
the whole town. Um, and then he they he storms back to the the cart with the horses and the rest of the family, and they go find the good house, which he apparently knows exactly where it is. I guess so. How does he know where it is? I don't remember. Um, so they go to the goods house, and does the goods house sound a lot nicer than what it was described when Susanna was describing? Yeah, it was like one room, I thought. Yeah, it was like a shack. They were like dirt poor. Yeah, now all of a sudden it's like two stories, and well, maybe George upgraded. Didn't George leave, like, immediately after to go hunt them down, though? I thought, was it George the son? Yeah. Was oh, George Lord, the right. father? No, George was the son. Yeah, George was yeah. the son. We don't he know what happened there? to George. We have no idea what happened. I want to... Yeah. I, I want a good family tree also. Right. Like, the fear family tree is great. But, like, I'm confused by all these goods and how they're connected to. So, somebody make me a good family tree. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> um, what happens next? They decide to live in the good house, right? Yeah, they're like, we'll just stay here. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. like, eh, finders keepers. Yeah. And they're having, like, a nice life. Except- hey, it's a genius idea. It's a genius idea to sleep in the abandoned home of your mortal enemy because nothing bad will ever happen there. <laughs> no, no. And how many papers are in that house for him to go through? This is like the 1700s. They didn't have a lot of, they weren't like writing things down all the time. I mean, I'm sure there was like some papers, but holy crap, they're there for months and he still hasn't gone through all of it. (laughs) Get through all of my papers in like under a month. Yeah. You couldn't get through my cell phone pictures in under a month, so maybe, uh, yeah. (laughs) Um... So they're having a grand old time in the house, and then they go to call on some of the farmers yeah. who apparently still live there, even though there's no, like, town or yeah. places for them to sell their food, and also there's possibly a sickness that they could get. So why are they still there? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. They go call They're just there so that these people can go talk to them. Yeah, they go talk to them. And every time they mention the goods name, they get, like, run out or, like, run out of the farm or somebody attacks them with a knife. Nobody is fans of the goods here. Yeah, because they curse the town. Yeah, apparently the town is cursed because of the goods. The goods have the worst reputation ever now. Um, So then... What happens? Oh, Jonathan and Elizabeth, who's his younger sister, who's nine. No, Abigail. Abigail. Sorry, Elizabeth is later. Jonathan and Abigail. They go exploring. Yeah. Abigail is a curious cat. And Abigail is kind of my girl because I would also be this morbid and gross. She's like, let's go to town where there's all the dead people. And Jonathan apparently sucks <laughs> at babysitting, so they go to town. Oh, hell. Yeah. With no. all the dead people. I would not be going there. They're dead Mm-mm. people bugs. Nah, not at this point. Yeah, huh? Not like skeletons now. No, some of them still had skin. <laughs> so they go to town, and they start, like, 
every time Abigail finds like a like a dead pet or animal or something, she wants to bury it. So they kind of open their own funeral like yeah. business. But this isn't how plagues work. They don't kill yeah. other species like this. They don't like if you're if there's a plague and we all die, our dogs will not die. It depends on the plague. I mean, but has there been one where the dogs died and the cats died? Not and all the animals. animals all because, the animals, the yeah. goats and the horses and the, the birds, the insects. They were like, no insects. If it's cross-species, it's really like one species, not every species. Right. This is like everything, even insects. Yeah, everything birds, was dead. Everything was dead. Um, this isn't how plagues work. They don't know how plagues work. Okay. They don't even know yeah. how to yeah. their hands. They don't, have, they don't know about germs, I guess. Um... So they start going well, to Bob also doesn't know how plagues work. No. So they start going to the town regularly and uh, they start burying the pets that they find and then they start burying like the little kids that they find that are dead and it's morbid and sweet all at the same time. And again, I kind of love Abigail. And then I didn't, I knew she was done for as soon as she was like, yeah. Oh, I knew she was done as for. As soon as they were like, Oh, she's the dad. Your dad's favorite, and all the all that daddy stuff. Uh huh. Uh huh. Dead. I wrote. Yep. Abby is so dead. I knew she was dead, yeah. but I still love her. Yeah, I wrote. Oh, she dead. Abigail is so dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then they meet this little girl named Hester, who was creepy as f. Who was obviously a ghost. Yeah. From the beginning. Yeah. Like immediately, she was yeah. They were like, her her laugh sounds like wind chimes. Dead. Yeah. Okay, ghost. That's a ghost. <laughs> if your laugh, sounds like <laughs> dead. Yeah. Like immediately, and her and Abigail become fast friends. And Jonathan rightfully is like, <laughs> no, that girl's creepy. Like yeah. from the beginning. And her name's like, Hester. No. I mean, it's just Hester. It's just that name is not. <laughs> it's not a good name. Well, I mean, it was, it was 17 popular back then. 1937, so. Yeah. This is like a. It wasn't this too is a out of character. So, Abigail starts playing Tester. Jonathan's creeped out by it. And, but he, like, can't do anything to stop it because, seriously, this, this kid is not capable. No. No. He should not be left in charge of his sister. Uh, no. And then Hester shows up at the house and asks uh, Ezra if Abigail can come and play. And even though Jonathan is like, don't no. let her, this bitch is creepy, his dad's like, whatever, you could go play because I know nothing. Uh, mm And guess what happens? Yeah, no. Guess what happens? <laughs> she doesn't come back. <laughs> it's so I knew it was gonna happen but it was still really really disturbing like I knew I knew exactly every beat of this story but it was it's still one of those stories that just sticks with you even though you know what it is like before it happens so she's supposed to come back for dinner and she doesn't and it's getting like really late at night and they go looking for her they go looking for her. Well, they, um, yeah, they go looking for her, and Ezra goes to the farm? 
And, no, he starts walking towards yeah, towards the farms, and then he hears like the, laugh, the laughter. So he's towards the village. So he turns around, and starts walking that way. Yeah. And Jonathan's like walking walk behind them because he told him not to come, but he's like, I'm coming. Yeah. And then they follow the laughter to the graveyard. Right. Where they find Esther's grave because duh. Yeah. And Jonathan is like, she invited her home to play. And they dig up Abigail in the grave next to Hester. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, and I love it even That though, was hardcore. It's such a good ghost story. I know. It's yeah. like a campfire tale. Yeah. This is a, this is, yeah. I would tell this at camp. Yeah. Like, this is such a great ghost story. Yeah. I loved this one by far better than I loved, than I liked any of the other two stories. Yes, me too. Like, yeah. they were very typical, like, good and fear and marriage and death and, you know. Yeah, these six chapters are probably the best of this little mini-series so far. Like, yeah. it's an awesome ghost story. <coughs> and that's saying something because I, we all really liked the first book right you know yeah okay so now we're we skip ahead like 10 years yeah 10 years <coughs> and and then we have we still but ezra's still alive oh where are they now they're like in western massachusetts so they left that town but there's some like okay. in another town so they're like the next town over or yeah um, and it's still the same family, just minus Abigail. Right. And now, now he just tells his daughter a, that same creepy bedtime story every night. Yeah. He tells about Abigail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like every single night. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Ezra is the worst. Ezra is the worst. Except for I feel like he's hot because his name's Ezra. <laughs> what? This is a Pretty Little Liars. I feel like it should. I feel like Ezra equal hot. No? No. Okay. He's not hot. He's just crazy hot. That's all. He's not hot. Um. <sighs> oh my god, now all I can... No. Okay. Stop. Um, so Ezra is still the worst and super creepy. And, um... But Jonathan's 18, though. Yeah, Jonathan's a grown-up. And oh, then... Wait, it says Jonathan's almost 18. What was he? Ten? Was he... He was 12. Yes. Yeah, so, so is it six years? Yeah, it's six years later. Oh, okay. Because Rachel, the youngest daughter, was three in the original, and she's nine now. Because mm-hmm. um, she's the same age. This is 43, now. and part one was 37. 30, 30, was it? Yeah, I think it was 1737. Okay, 37, you're right. So it's been six years. So Jonathan's almost 18, and Rachel, who was the baby, she was three, and the last part is nine now. And um, they meet this girl named Delilah after they move into this town, right? Because it's going to yeah. be the last town. That yeah. Ezra swears. Um, they've lived in three towns in six years. Yeah. And they've just moved into this new town, and but they have money now. Because Ezra apparently always knows, like, what to bring to the next town to sell or something. I don't know. Um, but this is where they pointed out that Abigail has red hair, 
which again proves my theory that I pointed out in the first book that the fears have the ginger gene and that there are, I, I still believe that there are so many redheads in Shadyside because they're all fear descendants and that's why the town is cursed and all this crazy shit happens because they're all fear descendants. All the redheads are descendants of the fears. Like all the female fears married other people. They have different last names, but they still got this fucking curse. Right. I kind of agree. Like, I, I yeah. think that's canon. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. It's the only explanation. So they've moved in and they get um, a visit from Delilah, who lives on a small farm just down the road with her reverend father and mm-hmm. they don't have much money but she's kind of cool i like her i did like her until i found out yeah 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 stuff she did but at first like like she's she's cool with like how effed up ezra's family is like she's kind of like oh i get it like you know they're having a hard time your sister died like let, it's fine yeah i liked her i liked her um and she and uh, Jonathan obviously fall in love. <laughs> or he just falls in love with her. I think she was in love with him, too. Mm, maybe. <laughs> I think she was. Um, so... They have pie. Yeah, they have pie. <laughs> um, and the mom calls... Rachel, Rachel Abbey all the time. Because apparently Jane is like lost it a little bit when Abigail died. And I mean, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not judging her for that. Her daughter died. Um, and then like creepy things start to happen. Like his, their mom, Jane, sees Abigail, like full on sees her and starts like sleepwalking at night and like calling out Abigail's name in the middle of the night, and Jonathan thinks she's finally, like, really lost it. Yeah, and then when the sister goes out to get, like, the water in the morning from the well, it's like there's blood in the bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle, you know what I was thinking at that part? What? Do not drink that unless it's mixed with 20% ab. Yes. Yeah, yes. <coughs> I have actually used that, like... At least three times since we left New Orleans. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. It's the vampire of New Orleans. Yeah. It mixed his blood with absinthe. Yeah, it was apparently his family that he would not share with anyone else. For good reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, I have a question. Do you think the fears still go to church? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Why? Be- just because they pray to the church of the ancient. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Matthew and the other ones—they were like so like church-going people, and then they stopped going to church, and then fears were like, Neh. yeah, they're just. I'm just curious. Okay, wait, another question. Who thinks that Ezra and Jane sleep in separate beds? Uh, yeah. 100%. <clears throat> I 
Um, I don't know. Beds were at a premium in that era. They probably all slept in one bed. Yeah, they're rich. Yeah. I guess. They all have their own bedrooms. They have three stories. I guess. They have more money than we do. Combined, probably. Probably. Um, so, does any other creepy stuff happen before as before uh, Jonathan and Rachel start? Uh, Jonathan starts hearing things outside his window. Yeah. Um, and he tells himself he's dreaming. Yeah. <clears throat> but then he, like, sees stuff, too? Yeah. He? Well, and then Rachel... Yeah, he saw Abigail, too. Yeah. At one point. Yeah, but he, again, convinced himself it was a dream. But then Rachel sees Abigail. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> and it all culminates with... Jane drowning in the well. <coughs> yeah. Because she was following Abigail outside and I don't know. She has like like some cap that she wore with ribbons in it in her hand. Mm-hmm. And they find her at the bottom of the well and they like reel her. She's like slumped over the bucket. Which what? I don't know how that happened, but did she just, like, fall head first in? And, like, I just kind of picture her head was, like, in the bucket. Yeah. She, well, they pulled her out. Like, she was, like, yeah. over it somehow. I don't know. All I could picture was the ring in this uh. chapter anyway. I was like, <laughs> does she look like Samara now? Um, I just assumed that the bucket stopped her from falling all the way down. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. So then they somehow run into Delilah after this all happened. And this is when Delilah tells him that she's a good. And I was like, duh. Right. Like, we, we, we already knew that, sweetie, but thanks. Yeah, so the, well, they run into <laughs> Delilah and they tell them about how the mother died. And she's like, don't worry, like, I'm leaving and everything will be fine. And he's like, what do you mean you're leaving? And then she, like, bust out like this crazy we I'm a good we changed our name um yeah I was like yeah and we he's get like it. but I love you so let's get married right now um yeah yeah she's like let's get married we best be breaking this curse it's like it's like she took how to trap a man 101 yeah <laughs> yeah so um so Jonathan agrees, of course. And then the Rachel runs home. And gets her her reverend dad. No. Yeah. Rachel oh, Rachel, home. sorry. Yeah, Ra- oh, no. yeah. Yeah, Those they make two. Rachel go home, which I don't know why. Well, I know, and I'm like, that's what I, as soon as I said that she's going home, I'm like, she's going to tell. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so they send her home, and then they go and get the reverend dad, and he starts marrying them. And of course, as soon as he gets to, if like, there's yeah, any, take- if anybody has any objections, and then Ezra like busts in all like with a shotgun. Yes, with like wood splintering everywhere, and and he's and he and Jonathan get into like a like a scuffle with a gun. Yeah, and it goes off, and of course it kills Delilah, Delilah. before they say I do. Of course. 
And then he's going to shoot Reverend Wilson. Because all goods must die. Right. And then Wilson's like, but we're not goods. And Ezra doesn't believe him. And to be honest, I didn't really believe him at first either. I didn't either. I was like, Ezra. I didn't either. I was like, sure. Um, but then he says that they made it all up to get Jonathan to marry Delilah because they're poor. And mm-hmm. I was like, holy crap, you put a lot of effort into that shit. Yeah, I'm like, damn, girl, you were peeking in people's windows and walking around in nightgowns. Like, and- geez. And they were poor, but it wasn't like they were destitute. They seemed to be feeding themselves and stuff. Like, holy crap. Um, yeah, like, why don't you actually just try to put a little bit of time into it, see if he's interested first before you go all crazy. Maybe he could, like, obviously he was interested. Yeah, he was in love with her. He would have just married her just to marry her. I know, so, like, why is she, like, yeah. And then, like, and then, even after, I'm sorry, but if you put all that effort into it, and then what ends up happening is you kill the mother, like, you give it up. Yeah, yeah, you're, like, done now. You're, like, this is not happening. I'm not marrying this guy. This is, I've done, I've gone too far. Right, I've already murdered somebody. (laughs) But no, she's, like, Maybe she's, like, well, I already murdered somebody. I I might as well go I have to make it worse. Yeah, Yeah. I'm in too deep. I guess, but, like, no, bitch. Um... Yeah, so Delilah's dead, and then how does, what happens with Ezra? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, he. Does he die too? Yeah, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he runs yeah. outside and he gets trampled by horses. Oh, that's it. And then oh, yeah. his mm-hmm. dying words are like. Death to all fears or something. Yeah, goods. Or all goods, yeah, yeah. His dying words. He's like, take this amulet. Um, oh, and he's like, avenge me, right? He yeah. says something about avenge me. Um. Here, take this. The power of the fear is in the amulet. You must wear it always and use it to avenge my death. And Jonathan, because he's not a shitty person. He's like, nah. Yeah, he's like, uh, <laughs> but I don't. So he buries the amulet in a metal box with Jonathan's ashes. No, no, Ezra's. Or, yeah, Ezra's ashes. nobody will have him. Yeah. In their... The because room. Reverend Wilson, who's kind of a dick, yeah, told him. everyone that he was cr- a crazy murderer. Even after what he did. Yeah. yeah. And Jonathan apparently didn't tell everyone what Reverend Wilson did. Right. Apparently not. Jonathan, again. He's not a dick. Right. He just buries the thing, and go- buries the amulet, and goes on with his life. Mm-hmm. And then a hundred years passed with nothing. So does that mean that at some point he got remarried or Rachel got married and they didn't put it in the family tree? Yes. Because they are not there's cursed. more fears. Yeah. So if you're not cursed, you don't deserve to be in the fear family tree. No. Alright, got it. I just want to know how this works. I mean, just for Nora, this is Nora's. Just for Nora's purposes. Uh, she's like, I don't actually know any of those people because they didn't die horrifically. Yeah. Got it. Got it. All right. Nora, maybe keep track of the other people in the family, the ones that had good lives. Those aren't important, not to the fears. Yeah. Or Nora. So now right. it's 1843, and we're still in Massachusetts. Can we get to Ohio Wait, already? So I'm confused, though. Hold on. So is the curse in the amulet? I guess. So could they where, just like this is where my theory comes in. Crushed the amulet? Yeah. Like 
all have been racked up fairly easily. They could have gotten rid of this thing a long time ago. Yeah, this is where my theory comes in in a second. All right. Sorry. We can, okay, we can go on to 100 years later. Now it's Simon Fear, finally. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth and Kate. Who's Simon? He builds the mansion. Oh, Simon. Yeah. He's, he's the one. He's the fear in Shadeside. It's all about Simon Fear. Um, anyway. They're still in the same house. Yeah, they're still living in the same house. They have a good life. They're all, like, chill, and they're, like, cool people and stuff. They're, like, really nice people. Yeah. Like, really nice. Um. Chilling in Western Mass. Yeah. And, um, Elizabeth is, uh, digging in the, uh, yard where there was a tree that had died and they just cut it down and she's going to plant a garden there. And guess what she finds? The box with the amulet in it. She's like, I'm going to wear this for good luck. Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah. Are you? Oh, this is pretty. Because it's not really, no, no, it, talons, talons. (laughs) Like, yeah, Girl. Latin words Come on. on it. Never, no, that's not good. No. Giant, giant amulet the size of your face. Right? How is that good? No, it's not good. No, it's Fuck. But she wears it anyway. And then I love when she's like, oh. when they're describing the box and there's like dust covered yes. the amulet. And I'm like, dust. no, that's somebody's ashes, sweetie. Yeah. Like, that is one of your ancestors. Right there <laughs> in your fingertips. Yeah. And then not only is she like, I'm going to wear this good luck, then when she puts it on, she sees, like, fire and... It doesn't immediately take it off. Yeah, she's not like, this thing is... No. If I ever put on anything... And, and I see a vision of any sort? Yeah, any sort. Any sort of hallucinogenic vision. Anything. Yeah, you're taking it off, right? Immediately. Okay. Immediately. And throwing it as... I'm burning. Possible. Yeah. No, I'm gonna give it to somebody I don't like. Michelle's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is where that super villain thing comes in for Michelle. Um, <laughs> Slytherin so, in her. Yeah. Okay, so she puts this thing on, and then literally right after that, there's a knock at the door, and it's this dude. What's his name? Frank. Okay, Frank. And he's a drifter, and he's like terrified. Yeah. Okay, so what my question is is this is this freaking amulet like is it like the book from hocus pocus where like oh. you open it and then a light comes, like a beacon comes down where they can like know where to go because like how does he how does a hundred years of nothing and then immediately as soon as she finds the amulet puts it on hi goods here goods, goods here to kill you they weren't going to kill him last hundred years i think that's exactly what happened yeah it's i like, really do it's like some sort of honing device yeah. Or like a, it's something. There's something going on with this amulet that like it has to attracts be. goods to come and be axe murderers. <laughs> um. So she puts on the magical GPS, and yes. then uh, at dinner, there's a knock on the door, and she goes and answers it, and it's a drifter who apparently looks terrifying, but her parents, being like the nicest people in the world, apparently let him in. Give him dinner and a bath and new clothes and tell him to sleep there. Like, holy shit, I'm not that nice. Mm-mm. These people are good people. Ugh. 
And then we get Frank's, like, thoughts. And he's... And a, then, like, what they get is what you get when you do shit like this. <laughs> this, this is, is why, why, <laughs> why you don't let people into your house that you don't... Yeah. This is what they do when you do that. Uh-huh. Trust no one. No, don't. Yeah, exactly. This is, Maybe this is, like... Do you think this is, like, um, like a that Bob's like trying to like give you give these kids lessons as we go along this is the moral of the story (laughs) yeah like don't like kids like don't yeah um that's the PSA for this month stranger danger don't let a creepy drifter into your house Yeah. yeah um so then you get Frank's like sort of point of view thoughts and he's basically, wah-ha-ha, I'm good. I'm going to kill all of you, wah-ha-ha. And that's pretty much the gist of it. So is it true that what he said about, like, his whole family dying? I think it is. Okay, but why was his family dying? Because apparently at some point they also got cursed. But their curse kept going. Apparently. Okay, but these people's curse just took a, ch- took a time out. I guess. Okay. <laughs> Maybe when the fears aren't cursed, the goods are cursed. Oh. That's my theory. That, that's how good, I, I'm going to guess that that's how curses work. Okay. Um, also, when he says he's the last of the goods, that's obviously not true because Nora is a fucking good. Yeah. Like, yeah, but we don't know what happens to him. He dies. Does he die? Yes. Like, you just finished oh, this. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, I forgot. You just <laughs> finished it. I already forgot. It's my job. That's my job. Yeah, that is your job. So either he had a kid before he went on his, like, revenge murder spree. Or maybe that was a lie about all the people dying. I don't think so, because he thinks to himself at some point about all of his family being dead. Mm. So I think he he was... Maybe there's cousins he doesn't know about. Maybe. But I do think he was telling the truth about his family. Okay. Um, I've noticed a really sick, like... Um, pattern when the goods come to get their revenge and it makes sense but it's also really disgusting that they always target the women and make the women fall in love with them yeah before killing everybody yeah and I get that's kind of what happened with Susanna but wow that is messed up can I just say Uh, it's always you have to carry on the family names Bob will never do anything too bad to the males in the family, but it's always the females. Like, and they get screwed. they always get the bad shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but especially I, the goods. Can I just say I'm totally team good because they like when they're when they want to get revenge, they freaking get it. That's true. The fears are not good at getting revenge. They're just like they walk around and we want to get revenge, and they end up dying. That's true. So, team good because they actually have their shit together. I'm not team either. Yeah. specific people. I'm mostly just team Jonathan. I like Jonathan. I like Jonathan too, but he's just not, he's not like... Evil? Yeah. (laughs) If they're gonna, but if you're gonna get evil, let's get evil. Let's do it. Let's do the damn thing. They're just like, oh, we want to get revenge, and then they end up getting killed. When the goods want to get revenge, they don't usually get killed. Or at least if they do, they take some people out with them. <coughs> that's true. That that's true. The goods are the goods are better They're at it. They're just better at it, yeah. They are. I'll give them that. <laughs> um, 
and they have like reason like you know what i mean they got they have like reason behind their shit like they actually the fears actually did start it okay those were just like minding their own business we're talking about hundreds of years ago though i know but team good if somebody came up to me today and was like you killed my ancestor 300 years ago. Oh my god, ago. we fight about that all the time. We're still I fighting think... about that shit everywhere. No, no, no. I mean individually. <laughs> individually. If somebody was like, you killed my, or your ancestor killed my ancestor 300 years ago, right. I have to kill you. I'd be like, really? You yeah, know, but you could just keep, In society, like, we're, st- we're still fighting about what our ancestors did to other people's ancestors. Yeah, but it's different on a one-on-one basis. Okay, but it's, I, yeah, but I feel the same way about it. I'm like, I have no control over that shit. I mean, oh, it's just funny. All right, so Frank is now wooing Elizabeth, and I guess also Kate? Yes. Um, He's trying to get, like, a sister feud going. And he does. And everybody loves Frank, and he's so charming, and he helps around the house, and... I think he may be practicing some sort of dark magic because otherwise these people were like really, really too nice. I wish that he like, I wish yeah, that he, Go ahead. probably he's doing something because he went from this like disgusting gangly drifter to super hot after one bath. I mean, that's just like a, that's like Suspicious. a cliche though, right? Yeah, that was the makeover scene. Yeah. You know, true. when he got in that bath, true, true. Sixpence None the Richer was, was playing. playing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he, and he walked down the stairs. True. Oh yeah, definitely. And then he stumbled a little bit in <laughs> yeah. the last one. Yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> and then, um, I was wishing that Bob didn't, like, tell us Frank's side of it. Agreed. Because I wanted to be like, oh, I know what's going on. I agree. But, like, then he told me what was going on, and I couldn't even have that feeling where I'm smart. <laughs> you had it in the other two stories. I know, but I wanted it in this one, too. No, I completely agree. I, I wish we hadn't gotten Frank. I wish it had been, like, a quotation mark surprise. Yeah. Because um, then I get to feel smart. It's the only time I get to feel smart in my right. life is whenever I read these books. Instead, I just, every time... Frank said anything, I was like, God, you're the worst. You are the worst. And you were cheesy. His lines are ridiculous. Like, his, when he talks about, like, her eyes or... Oh, God. <laughs> what is wrong with you? He, it's like he bought one of those pickup line books that you get for, like, a dollar at, like, <laughs> gift shops that you give as, like, joke presents. But he was serious about it. I mean, do does anybody think that Frank is the dude from The Shining? Which dude? Like the Jack Nicholson. Oh, Jack. Yeah, because like he's always coming up behind them, like <laughs> like if he came up behind with like the ribbon ready to like strangle her, and then like he, you know, he's in his like bedroom going all work and no play, and, like Frank <laughs> like a not happy boy or whatever. Doll boy. Yeah, doll boy. I'm to- I didn't think of that, but I do now. And then at the end, he uses an axe. He does use an axe, that's true. It's just, he's definitely Um, so he's wooing them, and Elizabeth tells him about, um, a story about this old woman 
who lives like kind of near their their house named old Aggie and about how when they were kids they were afraid of her because they thought she was like a witch. Yeah, which I didn't. She's not something like you want to tell been, the goods. I felt like she should have been introduced earlier. Yeah, like, like who the hell was she? I don't know. It's like all of a sudden she was just like, oh yeah, by the way, here's this old woman because we're gonna need her next chapter. I thought she was gonna like secretly be a good or something. Yeah. Because yeah, me was, too. Why was she there? And was she actually a witch? Did she have? I mean, she knew stuff, so. I also thought she was going to be the old gypsy that was referenced in the synopsis of my book, which didn't happen in this book. Oh. It was a gypsy? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was just, like, too convenient. Like, they should just have him find that, that dagger. Yeah, I agree. Or they should have introduced her in, the, like, the first story. Yeah. <clears throat> or the dad should have been like, here's this dagger that was, like, passed down. Something. You know? Not this... Yeah, I thought she should have been introduced earlier. You're right. She's <clears throat> been introduced at the beginning. Yeah. So, um... Then nothing happened. She should have been introduced a hundred years ago in that story. That would have been creepy. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, that would okay. have been awesome. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so... That happens, um... She gives him a dagger. She, well, first... She doesn't give it to him yet. Oh, okay. Um, first, uh, Frank almost strangles Elizabeth, but old Aggie shows up just in the nick of time, and they run away. And then a few weeks later, after, um, Kate comes... Is it two weeks later? Probably. Okay. <laughs> Kate... Uh, comes running into the house and she's super excited and she tells everybody that Frank has asked her to marry him and Elizabeth loses it. I feel like the parents would too. They'd be like, oh, hell no, you're not marrying a drifter. Right, but <laughs> they all love Frank, which is why I think he does black magic. Um, <clears throat> and everybody's excited except Elizabeth who freaks out and she runs off and then does Kate run after her? Yeah, I guess. Or no, Kate runs off. Wait, why does Kate run off? I don't know. I thought not. Elizabeth ran off and Kate ran after her. I forget. Do you remember, Cassie? Uh, no. But I'm, I was just thinking how much it sucks no. that his plan worked so well. I know. Like, his plan to turn the sisters <coughs> against each other worked so well. And that's the worst part. Yeah. Um, so, no, Elizabeth runs out. Oh, yeah, and then she throws the needles. Yeah, she pushes blindly out of the kitchen into the woods, and then Kate goes after her. And then oh, no, no, no. So she runs into the woods, and she has Kate's scarf and knitting needles. She throws them down. Where, how does Kate get into the woods? Far behind, she can still hear Kate's worries call. Kate's worries call. Elizabeth. Did she run Elizabeth. after her at some point? Yeah, I guess. Okay. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know. Uh, there's a scream, and Simon goes running into the woods, and he finds Kate's. Uh, lifeless, body. lifeless body, and there's a knitting needle 
stuck in her chest into her heart, which by the way, bullshit. Right. Not happening. Needles back then would have needles back then would have been made out of wood. And for it to go into her heart, it would have had to go through her ribs. Maybe she's a vampire. Maybe she is, because it's the only way that knitting needle is getting through her ribs and into her heart, unless he was really, really well accomplished and knew exactly Maybe where he's the a vampire. her ribs are. He has, are. like, unnatural strength. Maybe. Black magic. It, yeah. it has to be black magic. He has to be performing magic, because that's the only way. Anyway, they find Kate's body, and when, um... Does Simon go right back or no? It's just like they. It's just it's like, like later. End, it's just like end scene. Okay, yeah. end and scene. Elizabeth's in a rocking chair and like rocking back and forth like a crazy person. Going, Kate was a liar. Kate was a liar. Kate was a liar. Yeah, and, and everybody obviously thinks she murdered Kate because duh. And Frank's like, I like well, I believe you, and like I never asked her to marry me. I'm like I want to marry you. And finally, everybody's starting to look at Frank like, hmm, maybe something's wrong with you. Yeah. So then it's two weeks later. No, I don't know how long it is later. <laughs> no, he, uh, then, well, it's just later. Yeah. And everybody's, like, grieving and crazy and sad and whatever, and Simon's, like, has to get out of the house. So he goes into the woods, and he goes right back to the spot where he found his sister dead. And he's sitting there, and he feels some, like, a claw grab his shoulder. Oh, yeah. It goes in his, it goes, no, a claw goes into him. Into Whatever. His shoulder. It, is it, goes, a, it goes through his shoulder. Through his shoulder? A claw. Pain shot through his shoulder. The, the claw oh. dug deeper. Blood drained from his face. Pain went through his All shoulder, right. not the claw. The claw just dug into his shoulder. Okay. And it's a but classic. But then it says, it says afterwards, yeah, it's a classic Stein gag. It is a classic Stein mm-hmm. uh, to be continued. like Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, End that's it. Chapter cliffhanger. Because the next chapter starts and it's old Aggie. And then it's like. She has rings on her fingers that like dig into his shoulder. Right. And, she, and, and it says old Aggie slowly let go of his shoulder. Simon felt her long fingernails pull out of his skin. Yeah, but I can, I can dig my fingernails into my skin and it doesn't You don't feel through. them pull out. When you, when you let go. Well, gross. She has long fingernails, apparently. Yeah. I think they puncture. It's <laughs> like your one, like, coke nail or whatever you got going on over there. <laughs> Michelle has one nail that's, like, three times as long as the rest of her nails. Well, it just didn't break. I don't know. <laughs> I don't cut my nails. It's really funny. Anyway. Um, so it's old Aggie, and she's there to give him a message because she maybe is a witch? I don't know. But she's like... Beware, pretty much. And then she what tells him she'll <laughs> die in fire. Don't go. Mm-hmm. What does she say? Uh, you have allowed a man named Franklin Good into your home. Am I right? That was foolish of you. He will destroy you, you all. You must stop him. Franklin Good killed your sister Kate. At this very moment, he plots the death of Elizabeth. Fear, old Aggie murmured. Fear, fear, a terrible name, a cursed name. Your fate lies in your name. The letters in your name, they can be rearranged to spell fire. Oh. Yeah. 
you shall meet your end by ominous yeah so i guess she is a witch because she has light visions yeah um so she tells him that frank's killing everybody and also he's gonna die in a fire so he runs back to the house and this is where the axe comes in well no she gives him the dagger oh right she gives him a poison dagger but it only has enough poison for one scratch which i guess is fair because like I feel like the poison wouldn't stay on metal, right? Yeah. It would, like, drip off or something. I don't know how that works. I would be um, like, I'll cut myself with it and die. So yeah, please don't true. give this to me. That's exactly what would happen. Yeah. Um, don't anybody ever give me a poison dagger unless you intend for me to die. Yeah. Same. Because I will. <laughs> Same. So I would definitely, I'm way too clumsy for that. Yeah. Job. You would not. If, if you want to kill either of them, just give them a poison dagger, and then it'll look like they did it themselves. There you go. Now you know how to murder us. Yep. Plotting the perfect murder! But I may give you an amulet before you have a chance. <laughs> okay. Um, so, she gives him the knife to use to kill uh, Frank, and he goes running back, and he gets back to his house to find that Frank has already axed his parents into pieces. Yeah, which apparently Aggie doesn't isn't that good of a witch because all she knew was that he was trying to kill Elizabeth. I think it was already too late. Okay. I think they were already dead. Well, she could have mentioned that. Yeah, she was too busy uh, rearranging the letters of fear into fire. Yeah, she was like, "I'm so smart." <laughs> she was like, "Excuse me, I have an anagram. I got to figure out." <laughs> um, I bet she's really good with like. Pu- like Sunday puzzles in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. She probably fills in more jumbles in the newspaper. With pen? Yes, with pen. That's what I was going to say. Or with blood. <laughs> or blood. <laughs> That's the ink because you still have to dip the ink. Yeah. Or with the, uh, maybe she uses the, the cursed dad. Maybe. <laughs> um, so his parents are dead. And Frank is standing over Elizabeth, like, teasing her about killing her because he's an ass. The axe blade made a whistling sound, slicing as it fell. It grazed her head, chopping off a clump of her hair. I mean, I How think if an axe happen? grazes your head, you're bleeding. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're bad off. Yeah. Also, serious. axes aren't they're sharp, but not like to like. It's not gonna cut your hair. Like it's just gonna push no, like your if hair. No, it cuts to the part of her hair. I mean, to cut her scalp. Yeah, like that's not how that works. Yeah. Um. And I don't think he missed on purpose. Like you think he's just playing it off? Uh, oh, really? You yeah. Think he just sucks at it. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm like teasing you. Next time it will be for real. <laughs> no, you just missed. It was like, damn it. <laughs> Oh, okay. And he and Simon like confront each other now or something. I yeah. Don't know what happens. They have their confrontation, and Simon cuts him, and then Frank's like, "Yeah, okay, sure. Maybe you should try and hurt me a little more because that's a paper cut." But then his like his eyes roll back into his head and he dies. Yeah. It just takes a couple of minutes. <laughs> um. I was waiting for Elizabeth to use the amulet. 
Well, she did kind of. She was holding it, and then afterwards she said... Maybe that's why he missed. Well, yeah, and then then she says, like, I think the amulet saved us. I really do. And I'm like, bitch, you got him with the poison dagger. I, um... I think maybe he missed, though, because she was holding the amulet. Maybe. Um, But I didn't... I didn't think that's how amulet worked. I thought it killed people. It's not. I don't think it Explain the, the magical system of this amulet to me. Does it kill people or keep? Maybe it does both. Because it seems to do whatever it wants. It, it decides based on this. I think it matters like what your skill level is. Because I think like Benjamin or whatever like studied the dark arts. Yeah, he could make it do what he wanted. Yeah, but he had to like get there like by studying black magic. The rest this of the girl world doesn't know how to use black magic. So she's just like, oh, I hope this axe doesn't like hurt me, amulet. Yeah. And it's just like. Well, she also didn't recite the words. So maybe if you're wearing it, it keeps you from dying. But in order to kill people have to recite the words yeah i mean i think she she was gonna die if he didn't cut her with the cut him with the dagger like i don't yeah. think he was gonna save her so i think she's just like ooh, i think they saved me no i don't think it did um and then simon decides like right then and there that wow being a good person sucks gonna be evil now well, she's like, here, take this amulet. And he puts it on. Okay, that pisses me off, too. She's like, it has power and it saved me. But I'm a girl. I can't have it. You take it. He's saying that. That's basically it. So Come he, on. And then he sees fire. Yeah, because that's what happens when you put on the amulet. Yeah. And then these people are stupid, so they don't immediately take it off. So then he's like, I'm going to change my name so it doesn't spell fire anymore. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna, uh, it's going to be, I'm going to change my name to F-E-A-R. See what that bitch can spell with that. <laughs> Reef, yeah. you will die by shark attack. <laughs> Fair. You'll just get a lot of money. <laughs> so, what exactly makes F-E-A-R fear less scary? I don't know. Quit using real words. <laughs> Um, oh, and that's, like, literally the end of the book. Yeah. Then Nora's, like... Nora's, like, my candle's burning low again. Yeah. Okay, when is this candle ever gonna burn out? How is it not burned out yet? I don't know. How late is it? She's... It's, like, the sun's gonna come up soon. In the next... She says the next chapter is going to be Simon Fear, the most horrifying chapter of all. I think this... This ends the pre-Shady Side Fears. Yeah, we're going to Ohio. We're gonna be going to Ohio. We're going to Ohio. Nobody has ever been this excited to go to Ohio ever. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that'll be exciting. They're gonna be an actual shady side. Finally. Finally. Ohio is a lot easier to spell too than Massachusetts. Should we move on to counts? Did you count anything? Um, they didn't have cloaks. No cloaks in the sun? No cloaks, but how many kills do we have? Uh, both of the parents and Kate. So that's three right off the bat. And then the second story, we have Delilah. Abigail. Ab- that, that's the first story. Second story, we have Delilah and uh, the mom. And, and are we counting Ezra? Ezra? Yeah. Okay, so Ezra. And then in the first story, we had Abigail. And that's just, just Abigail? 
So uh, seven. So seven. They kill everybody in these books. I know, I love oh. it. Like, they don't even hesitate. I mean, they killed a nine-year-old in this book. They were like, whatever, she's dead now. I don't know. I didn't have anything else. No other counts? No. Uh, did any, I, I know we all have theories, so what's our theory? Um, mine was just that, you know, the amulet is like the book from Hocus Pocus. It like tells the evil people where to go. Um, so my theory is that the evil, the ancient evil is in the amulet. Hmm, Hobbs. I also have that theory. Did you? Nice. Yes. Because ah. it does like to live in inanimate objects. Yeah, I think right. in the amulet. And that's how it gets to Shadyside. Um, I do have questions. Does anybody else have questions? Because I have questions. Like a lot of them. Like, like what? Okay, so first of all, nobody since Matthew has really practiced black magic, or so they, that has been said on, in the actual books, right? So these are just people for the last 200 years that are just stumbling around murdering each other. Yeah. Okay. That's, I don't know if this, that's so much as a curse. Well, we don't know about. dumb people. We don't know about, what's his name? What's that kid? Frank. We don't know if he was. He could have been. They didn't say that. They didn't say. So we don't know. Okay. Do modern day fears believe in the curse? Yes. Are they afraid of fire? I don't know, but I think so. Like, I would hope so. I don't think there are modern day fears. There are. Besides. We'll get to them. Uh, Well, I mean, that's sort of my theory. Right, that the shady side of the head is related to the fears. True. But True, but there are actual fears with last name fear. Yeah. They show up in books sporadically every now and again. And I think one of them might be a main character in one of the senior yearbooks. What senior yearbook? You know, he did the um, uh, Fear Street Seniors. Uh, no, and it them. was like, oh, really? I re- uh, I really liked those. I want to read them. They, I thought they were pretty good. Um, so everybody in that is a senior, and it's about their senior year. I mean, that's pretty much the only There's one. Of, <laughs> I know for a fact there's a Fear Street book that has a fear in. I think there's. A, I think they show up okay. in multiple ones. Okay. Just haven't in any uh, we've read. Yeah, not yet. So, uh, we already talked about my question about if Frank was the last good. Where did the other goods come from? Yeah, oh, cousins. Theory about Wickham. Do you guys think it's still a ghost town? Do you think it's like super haunted? Do you think they like burnt it down and salted the earth? Like, I want to know what happened to Wickham. I want to go there. Me too. Field trip. Is Wickham a real place? I don't know. Let me look it up. I'm sure there is a Wickham. They're going to be like, why are you guys here? They're going to be like, where are the skeletons? Yeah. <laughs> we read that you had a plague. <laughs> No, I know all the Massachusetts towns that end in Ham, and there is no Wickham. No, there's none. That's sad. There's plenty of them. There's a bunch outside of Boston. There's um, Dedham, Needham, Rentham, Chatham. Hey, Chatham. We have that one, too. Chatham just sounds like field hockey. <laughs> like lacrosse. I'm sure they play it, play that there. 
Chatham is on the Cape. So yes, definitely. Any other theories from you guys? Yeah. All right. What did you guys think of this book? Did you think it was better than the first, worse than the first scene? I did. Go ahead. Oh, I did not like this one as much. I, it was a meh read for me. Um, I like the first one a lot better. I think the first, like, third of this book was great, but then it just got, like, too messy. It felt, it feels more like a, a bridge book rather than an actually cohesive story. Like, it just connects the first book to the third book and it's not it's like too all over the place he he had to take too much to get from a to c so i just i i found it messy yeah do you think that he was like oh shit this is going slower than i thought i still have 100 years of people to get through let's just pretend like nothing happened to them, like for 100 years so i can get to like where that, I need to be. That's exactly what I think happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, do you think he originally planned on going through all these generations? Yeah. Okay. And then he realized, okay, I can't do that in three books. So exactly. we're going to have to cut out a hundred years. <laughs> that's exactly what I think happened. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I really like the first third of it. And that to me is like all the book is like, that's where it ends for me. I'm like, yay. Love it. Cause I like the first third. I agree. But then the second, two parts are like too repetitive it's just weird to hear the story it's the same story yeah they've all been basically the same story except yeah, for that first a stranger comes we don't know who he is he falls he in, falls love, with in the love, girl. love with somebody and we can everyone dies we got it got it let's do um, something else i agree with you guys the thing is like the first part of this book i loved more than i've loved almost any of the other books. Yeah, same. Like, I really, really like the first part. But unfortunately, the last two parts exist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're still better than, like, bad dreams. Well, people still <laughs> die in this. Yeah, that's what I mean. The death count. There's lots of death. And I still like Jonathan. The death count. But yeah. everything's better than bad dreams. Yeah, I know, so, but I'm saying. We're going to find, that's there's. Not a, that's not a high bar. One of these books is going to be worse than bad. I don't think so. That's a high bar. <laughs> is it? That's a high bar that was set with, with bad dreams. Who's worse, Corey <laughs> or Andrea and Maggie? We're not talking about individual characters. We're talking about overall book. <laughs> that book was bad. Oh, all right. Uh, did you guys rate this? Um, I forget what I gave the last one. Like, I thought you gave it five. Out of I did, but I forget like what oh, I thing I used. I have one. I can go first. Okay. I'm giving this a three and a half out of five little ghost girl laughs. Mm -hmm. And most of that three and a half is because of the little ghost girl. Wind time laughs. <laughs> Um, I give it three out of five abandoned towns. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it was just okay. I don't know. I don't have a thing. 
I'm going to give it four and a half out of five 100 year breaks. Cool. Nice. That's a high rating. Four and um, yeah, half out of five. Really, these, are, these books are good. They're better than the other books. So I'm rating it on a scale of other Fear Street books. And this is better than other Fear Street books. And it's not a very high scale. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> it's not as good as the last one, but it's still good. No, I agree. That's I give it three and a half. It's totally readable. I never went. I never was like, wow, I was reading it. Like, uh. But I have been like that with other people. See, I actually by the end of the last, uh, the last story, I was kind of like, all right, I get it. Yeah, but wasn't as annoyed as I. Maybe because of the time period. Yeah, maybe. All right. Um, what else are you guys? Watching, reading, listening to, doing, anything fun? Uh, I know you guys have to have lots of good reading because some people just got back from ALA, yeah. not me. <laughs> True. Yeah, I got lots of books to read now. I am currently reading Smoke and Iron by Rachel Kane. It is the fourth book in the Great Library series. Holy shit, they're on four already? And Did she write those in, like, a day? I don't know, maybe. Um, it's it's really a series. The, the premise is that imagine if the Library of Alexandria didn't fall and instead became this, like, global superpower that controlled all knowledge and oppresses people and only allows certain people to read books and things um so the library is like super sinister and the main characters work for the, the library but they're trying to overthrow it at the same time so it's really good <coughs> i'm enjoying it i'm, I'm about uh, two-thirds of the way in so like it that. sounds good. That series sounds good, but for some reason, every time I try a Rachel Kane series, I can't, I have a hard time getting into it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, and I feel like she I... writes books that I should like. I yeah. don't know. I just haven't been yeah, able to get um, I, Yeah. The, the first book took me a little while. It didn't really get good until halfway through because I felt like the first half was like super heavy exposition and it felt very much like it was just like magical education and many times to count so um if you do read it just hit it until like the good stuff happens <laughs> about we'll halfway see. through and yeah now it's a bad thing to say but like yeah Shouldn't have to stick with it, but no, it's right. no. But I've read books like that where it's usually not that far in, but like if you have to push through the first like hundred pages or something. Yeah, yeah I've, I've done this, and I've been like, oh my god, this is so good now. It's like yeah. when I tell people to watch TV shows, but I'm like, I understand the first couple episodes suck, but it gets better. Yeah, yeah. But I need yeah. people to tell me that stuff because I I always think, is this going to get better? And there's nobody to tell me. I agree. I'm the same way. <laughs> True. Mm. Anything else? Are you watching anything? Not really. I'm kind of shows, and I'm trying to decide. What about you, Michelle? Shut up. I'm reading the. Well, I just finished last night. I stayed up really late because it was so good. The 
The Last Time I Lied by Riley Sager, who is the author of Final Girls that came out last year that I also like, but not as much as I like this because this book was fucking good. And it should be called Two Truths and a Lie. Maybe there's just like too many books called that already because this whole book is about the game Two Truths and a Lie. Interesting. So I don't understand why they just called it that. Why didn't they just call it that? Interesting. But it's about like summer camp and like this girl went to summer camp when she was 13 and something really bad happened and then now it's like 15 later 15 years later and they're like reopening the camp and she's going back as like a teacher because she wants to like have closure about what happened because these girls went missing and they never found them they just like presumed them dead is it like season two of slasher um (laughs) yeah i guess except for she didn't like kill everybody well that's good yeah but um spoiler no, no it's, not. it's not it's like literally in the first five minutes of the show yeah <laughs> oh, okay yeah but um it's like just well written it's just everything about it's better the main character is like not as annoying as the final girl's main character and the side characters are more mm, interesting like yeah they're not as like suspicious and it is, it's it freaking summer camp. It's creepy. And, oh wait, I can't say that part. Never mind. That's a spoiler. Spoiler. But yeah, loved it. So I don't know what I'm going to read next. I guess something comes out soon. From my ALA pile. Um, watching, I don't know, what am I watching? I just finished watching, um, the, I never finished that show, American Gothic, like I started watching it. It's on Amazon, but I think it was on like a network. It's a new one, right? Not yeah, the not old the old one. one. It was I on for a season one. and it got canceled and then I never finished it and then my husband started watching it so then I was like, well, I guess I should like see who did it. <laughs> so I watched the last five episodes and that's where I am. Nice. I... I'm reading, it's called, this is a very long title, so give me a moment. It's called Haunted on Ghosts, Witches, Vampires, Zombies, and Other Monsters of the Natural and Supernatural Worlds. It is a, um, a an academic book that charts 400 years of monsters and how they reflect the culture that created them. So it's about kind of, um, about fear and horror and like why we like to scare ourselves and why like scary stories and like the monster under the bed and that kind of thing is such a part of like our culture and not like American culture but like human culture um so if you like academic reading which I do it's pretty good so far it's very interesting um and then because she's awesome um Michelle just brought me from ALA a copy of the sequel to All Rights Reserved. I think it's it's called All Access Restricted. Yeah. And I'm very excited to read that. I cannot wait. I talked about All Rights Reserved on a previous episode, or it was about a dystopian world where all words were um, copyrighted. So every time you t- spoke, you like got more and more in debt um, because you were infringing on copyright. It was brilliant, and I can't wait to read the sequel. Um, I'm not really watching anything. I've been kind of what I've been like going back through and watching some older horror movies that I missed, but I'm not really watching like any TV or anything. 
and that's it. Anybody else have anything there uh, that's going on? Not really. We're boring right now. Well, I guess that's it for this month. Uh, next month will be our, the conclusion of our Summer of Saga. It is the third, I believe it's called The Burning? Yes. And I'm really excited about that. We're going to finally be in Shadyside. But until then, uh, rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Fear Street Podcast and follow our blogs blog at fearstreetpodcast.blogspot.com and hashtag us at Summer of Saga, right? Yes. And then we can tweet each other about it and follow along. Yeah. And you can hashtag Team Good because that's the best. Or Team Fear. We don't judge. We judge a lot. But you can still hashtag Team Fear. Um, and I believe that's it. Um, and remember, you have been warned. Come to Fear Street and you're dead.